you are consumed by your calendar, by your schedule. Day in, day out, you kind of walk in, your executive assistant hands you a schedule, and boom, that's your day. That's what you're accomplishing, right? Your accomplishment is now really attending these meetings and making decisions or making judgment calls, right? So I think if I take a step back and analyze that, it's like, well, where is that time being spent, right? What is actually making it on the schedule, on the calendar, because if that's really our sense of accomplishment, how is that adding up to, at the, end, at the end of the day, all these little battles we're fighting, if you call those meetings battles, what's the war? What's the thing we're trying to drive to? What's the change we're trying to get to? Um, I think I fell victim to that for a while, too, because I observed it for the longest time with all these other executive leaders. I finally got a job at that capacity, at that level. And I myself was consumed by that schedule to a degree, right? I wasn't taking enough of a proactive approach to control that. All right, welcome to the Bear Leadership Podcast. I'm Johnny Wynn, artist, adventurer, and student of leadership. And I'm Jerem. I am a uh, passionate project leadership follower and father and servant. Fantastic, man. I am excited, man. This is our first podcast. Um, and thanks for everybody out there for giving it a try. Years later, looking back on the job, like every year I take a look back, self-assess myself. How did I do? And it comes back a little disappointing, you know? Like I, I look, at, look at myself, I'm like, man, I did not accomplish what I wanted to do. And I tell myself, okay, I'm going to do it this year. And, and again, at the end of the next year, I look at, look at it again, like didn't quite hit the mark all the way. And what's really holding me back? So this time, though, this, this is the, the when it will be different. You're going to learn, right? I'm going to learn from that one, right? So, so that's the, the concept, right? Like how do we get consumed by these daily little things and we miss out on the, on the bigger picture of what we want to accomplish. So three points I like to make there. One, you got to have a vision and a goal. It sounds kind of corny. We all know that. Everybody tells you, hey, what's your vision for the job? What's the goals for this year? But really spend some time, write that down, right? It's okay to adjust along the way. That's not a problem. But you got to set out with something first, right? So what are those goals? And then really tactically map that down to what does that look like? So goal A is this. Does that mean I have to make a recurring meeting with a certain number of people to make sure I drive towards that end? Is it um, spending some time in the office uninterrupted for me to do what I need to do and make some phone calls, make some connections, and, and uh, make that happen? What does that look like, making that goal happen? Typically in our capacity these days, it's leading a team or, or, or empowering a team to go make that happen, right? So there's being strategic about, about that as well. So that's point one, right? Make the time for it and don't be apologetic about it. Meaning, you know, if I do need to set aside a chunk of time to go do this thing or I do need to call a set of folks together often or a lot of times, hey, I'm sorry it's a drain on your schedule, but this is what's important. You know, I've been empowered to make these changes and set the vision for this organization. So, yeah, that's what I got to do. Otherwise, I'll look back in the year again and say, oh, man, I did not make that happen. So being unapologetic about that and just 
um, you know, having the kahunas to go out there and do that, I guess. There's actually a book you gave me, which said, oh, right. don't be afraid to be the boss. Oh, hey. And, nice. Uh, and sometimes, right, it's just don't be afraid to tell them, look, this is what we're going to go do, because sometimes you are the only one who can lift their heads up yeah. beyond and, and take a look at the forest. You know, it's funny, right? There's there's a saying for, the, for one of the first big jobs I had where it was leading a large group of people, mm-hmm. Because I, I had I was feeling the exact same thing you were, which was, yeah. man, I just I had people jumping on my schedule all the time, and and I just I I felt like I'd at the end of the day, right, I'd work twelve hours, and I'd get nothing done mm-hmm. besides what all of these other people demanded for me, and so what I did was I wrote up on the board of my office, which is I show my priorities by how I spend my time, yeah, which is while I might love these people, right, and I want to do what's best for them. What are my priorities? Mm-hmm. What are the priorities of the organization and what we need to get done? And I show that by how I spend my time. So do I show my priority by letting them come in and complain for 30 minutes? Or do I actually help their complaints more by solving the underlying issues of the organization? Yep, totally, and man. That's how I solve and serve them better. And, and you just leave them crying on the side a little bit. Yeah, I try to for the most part. Yeah. You know, or, close the or, door so you don't hear the weeping as much. Maybe. Yeah, I, I yeah. find that that really distracts yeah. me from yeah. from getting to the bigger goal. <laughs> it's all that gnashing of teeth and, <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, I, I was listening to another podcast. Um, they just started up this the uh, Kevin and Ryan show. So they're on, they're on episode two right now. But I'll, I'll steal one of their stories from them, which was their yeah. So these are two highly. Um, Busy entrepreneurs, right? With a busy life and family and everything, too. So uh, one of the points that this guy was making was, so for the job I got to go do, right, um, networking and um, building relationship, maybe it's just a small part of it, right? Because I know I need to go build the current thing I'm, I'm working on, right? So, But Dane Dow, he, he get tons of requests for meetings for new business opportunities and such, right? So to, do, so to be proactive with this calendar, the schedule, He's allowed himself, like, hey, two hours a week for new business type stuff, right? And so if you're the next request in, hey, sorry, you're, my next availability is three months from now. That's just the way it is, you know? Because before that, he was taking on new business meetings all day long, and before you know it, he wasn't accomplishing what his actual job was, you know? Well, and I bet you if you look at a successful organization versus one that is just stuck in a rut, Right? You know, do they just go to board meetings? Do they just do what they've always done? Yep. Or do we spend the majority of our time focused on, you know, what yeah. is moving us forward? Yep. So, you know, currently I'm running a testing organization, right? And we're actually testing. So that means that I minimize the amount of time that we spend in meetings. So we do our meetings in 15-minute increments. Mm. Or, or, you know, if we got to make a decision, yeah. we, don't, we don't spend a lot of time putting together charts. Yeah. And, or anything like that. And I think that's pretty different because I think in the culture we have is meetings maybe driven by Outlook is 30-minute chunks. I don't want to type in that extra 15-minute like distinction, you know, but hey, that's where you get the time efficiencies. Yeah. We, yeah. we do everything we can to try and minimize that time because every time that those guys aren't out there testing, yep. we're spending money. Yep. And we're not getting data. So that's stuff so, that we try and drive. I even try to minimize their break time. How, how long they they can poop for, yeah. you know? Yeah, so we try and schedule that in two-minute increments, <laughs> you know? I really get upset when uh, when guys go longer than that. Uh, so except, we have a hall monitor outside the bathroom. Except for the days you have burritos or beans or something. You yeah, need a little yeah. extra time for that. Well, you know, we bring in we bring in Fritos. So. 
Um, so, so my third point here, right, before we get to your points is, um, is also to apply this to your personal life, right? This, so this applies to your work life, your work objectives, your work goals, what you're trying to do. And you do that from day one, by the way, right? From your first get the job into position. But, you know, in your personal life, it's the same same deal. Like, where are you spending your time? Is it with your family, with your kids, with your health, exercising? Or is it um, watching your favorite show, which is cool? I have my favorite shows. Like, where are where is all that time going? And are we being intentional with that time as well? This personal life you speak of, I don't know if I understand. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, right, this is something I fall flat on. And, and I actually use you as an example in a lot of cases because I think you do this a lot better than most. But um, I think you have to be incredibly intentional about this. And, and this is a, a defect I think I, I, I have to work on, right? Because I do show my priorities by where I spend my time. And I spend a lot more time at work mm-hmm. than I do with my family. And, and I think that that's a, a weakness, right? Because you got to have balance in all things. Yep. And um, your family should should come as much as your work. And you can't be good and capable at work if you're not good at home. So to me, right, it's all about being willing to cut some things out in favor of others. You know, I personally got uh, two small kids, right? So it's important to me that I'm there for their bath time and their bedtime every night, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to do. But it's also important to me that I have a meaningful role with my work. Yeah. So those are my priorities. It's definitely not running a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so when I work with employees and uh, and I mentor other folks, I think we're talking more about the the gross cut of time, like the majority of our time. Where is it being spent? Right? It's like I'll, I'll I'll hear some folks say, "Hey, I want to start up um, this new thing." But then at the end of the month, we recap and it shows that, hey, you know, they caught up on their three new favorite shows and binge watched what the latest show is on Netflix. I'm like, well, those two are kind of incongruent. There's something's going to have to get cut, unfortunately. Have you have you broken down how you spend your weeks? So I've broken down how I spend my week in hourly segments. What? I swear to God. And uh, how I spend my time both in work with family and on Dude, st- I, and studying. I got to see this. Uh, I, I, yeah, share with I, me I swear yeah. to God, both in and also studying in worship and yeah. studying in in terms of uh, um, you know character improvement and mm-hmm. then also in, in other things. Oh man! And, and blocks of time and 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 then also kind of set aside what I spend on each one of those things. Now, mm-hmm. um, how well I adhere to it is dependent, but it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I set aside those times for each one of those things. Nice. And and kind of had an idea of okay, you know yeah. what what can I what can I do in each so, one of those. So that blocks? sounds way more precise than what I do. So the only thing I've done. <laughs> for, hey, I didn't I didn't set aside potty breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so so from a from a personal life perspective, I, I don't do as work work as my own calendar, but from a personal life, I did set up a simple Excel spreadsheet. Um, each row is a week in the so fifty two weeks. And 52 rows in this thing. I, I have uh, on the very top the three or four object- objectives I want to do this year. Right. So this year I will accomplish these three things or something. And somehow in this 52-week rows, I'm going to have to build up to it. So that's how I make the time. And I build into my vacation times when I'm going to go take trips, when I know I'm be out, out of commission pretty much. Um, and then every month or so, every two months, I go back, open up the spreadsheet, and see how I've done. And I rate myself. You know, green, hey, I actually did what I set up to do. Yellow, 
sort of like we'll caught up on an episode or two of House of Cards or something. Eh, not, not the best. And then Red, where I just flat out did not do what I thought I was going to do, and I have to now readjust the rest of the year now to fit in what I didn't accomplish. All right. So that's just kind of like a little bit of a macro level because, again, you know, day in, day out, we work our calendars. We're consumed by the daily small picture things because we're just humans. That's how we think. We just think what's in front of us. So to take a step back every so often and see, hey. What's, what's the forest for the yeah, trees? Yeah, exactly. What's this forest look like? Oh, crap, I'm not even close to the forest. I like to readjust. I, I like grading yourself. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good idea. I think maybe I should start grading you for you. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, man. You're kind of a harsh critic. <laughs> but but uh, but I like that idea. That, that's one I haven't I haven't applied. But but actually, at the start of every year, I set out a uh, a work goal, a family goal, and a spiritual goal. Yeah. So so I do those same sorts of things. Okay. So it's kind of interesting, right? Apparently, we're nice. both pretty yeah pretty similarly driven guys. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, but. I set out those goals. Now, what I what I do is I reflect on that throughout the year a couple of different mm-hmm. times. Normally, towards the end of the year is how am I doing relative to those goals, um, and you know, kind of it's work slash financial and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and they're relatively high level, but and then I also kind of plot out the time, mm-hmm. but I don't actually go back on a monthly basis and and rate against that. Um, mostly because I'd fear probably <laughs> like, oh man, I gained 20 pounds and, and I ate a pound of bacon. But <laughs> and then you started crying and started eating ice cream. Yeah, yeah you know, so, but, but yeah. that is a really good idea, you know. Because I mean, the, th- the thing is, is we're all going to fall short of these lofty goals, right? But the key is, are we striving forward to consistently improve? Yep. That to me is where I want to be in my life. Yeah. I, I know I will not be perfect. I know I am not going to attain these visions in my head. But what I do want to do is consistently improve, right? Yep. And it's okay that I'm, so, I'm going to fall short, right? What, what do I want to try and, and, and gain on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. More compassion, more love, more capability, more, more intelligence about leadership, more um, ability to do those things I'm good at. And, you know... That's all I can ask for, right? And but that does take work. That takes yeah. effort. Yep. And if I just sit there and watch House of Cards, you know, for ten, which hours is straight, really good, which is really but, awesome, yes, right? Or or zombie, you know, shows yeah. like Walking oh, yeah. Dead, which would be even better. But you know, if I just do that constantly, then you know, maybe I'm not going to attain those goals. So I got to do it in moderation. We were just talking about earlier a podcast I've started listening to called How I Built This, where they interview other. Um, major, uh, mega successful entrepreneurs, and they kind of just dive deep into, you know, what really drove them. How did they push through all the failures along the way? How did they still get to where they wanted to get to? Right. So, I think it's the inspiration that keeps me motivated to kind of look, you know, to constantly relook at the big picture. You know, um, that, that I think that's a reminder. Kind of like you say, day in day out, we deal with. Um, small issues perhaps that lead to the big picture things but to understand the big picture it's and to stay motivated in that you know i i I like to surround myself with you know a lot of inspirational stories i guess and people people like you that we can talk about things and kind of get re-energized about things like this one of the one of the other things you mentioned was always having a vision and goals and to me right it's great if i have a vision and goal and it could be something that's 
in my mind, but if I don't communicate it to those around me, mm. they might just think, well, what the heck's this guy thinking about? You know, mm-hmm. why, why does he seem so driven or, or right. tenacious about something? And so what I always try and do is create a close-knit group of folks around me and communicate that vision and ensure that they then carry it on to those around them too. Yep, totally. Um, and so that's something I think is important. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, appreciate the chat. Good deal, man. All right. Till next time.